Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to the Insane Kings podcast. We'll dive right in. Insane thing number four. Small businesses going bankrupt. I still can't get over this. At a record pace. Like never seen before. Like higher than during the Great Recession or the pandemic or even the height of the pandemic when they were going broke because they were shut down. Think what that means. Biden's economic policies so bad that businesses are doing worse now than then when they were required by government to shut down. Nobody's talking about this, of course, um, but it was buried inside a UBS report. Listen to this. The four week moving average for private bankruptcy filings for small businesses was 73 percent higher than at the height of the pandemic in June of 2020. And UBS is warning that the situation might worsen as the repercussions of the recent banking crisis start to manifest. Add in the shocking fact this week, as Fox News reported, that we've hit a historic point for the first time. The BRICS countries, that is the bloc, the economic bloc of India, Brazil, Russia, China and South Africa now have a higher GDP at 31 percent of the world's GDP than the G7 do at 30 percent. That's America and England, Italy, Canada, the UK, Germany, etc. It's unbelievable. But the wokeness, the woke policies and the Green New Deal are killing us. This is the end of an era that started after World War II. We've never seen this before. Yes, they did briefly pass us during the pandemic when we were locked down and they weren't as locked down, but it quickly snapped back and a lot of people don't count that. This is going to change everything. Insane thing number three. It's a small thing, but jaw-dropping nonetheless. You probably heard that a Democrat in the North Carolina legislature switched party affiliation to Republican, giving Republicans a supermajority that is veto-proof. But what you might not have heard is why she left. It gives a terrifying view into what it is actually like inside the Democrat Party and the way that they think. Why did Representative Trisha Cotham leave the Democrat Party? It started, according to the Charlotte Observer, 
when Democrat Congress members contacted her to tell her to stop posting American flag emojis in her tweets on Twitter. The American flag? These people are supposed to be American. It shows you that their hatred, their absolute malignant rage toward this country has metastasized, has advanced far further than we knew. But it's not the scariest thing she said. This is from her interview on Fox News. You know, the the thought of being an independent thinker in this world of cancel culture that has taken over the Democratic Party doesn't want people like me or anyone who has free thought. I mean, just just with some of my own personal examples, I'm a very strong woman of faith that is extremely important to me. And I display that loudly and proudly. And I've prayed several times in our beautiful chamber and had many comments and then things sent around about, please do not do that. Please do not pray to Jesus. Um, I was told that if I wore camo, that meant that... <laughs> I was not a good person and a real Democrat. And, you know, the list really goes on and on. And No praying to Jesus in public or else? If there's been any theme to this podcast, to my show, it's this. We simply do not understand the depth of their rage and hatred for this country and for us and for what they're capable of. This sounds exactly like Chinese Communist Party-style persecution. Don't be seen praying to Jesus, or you can't be one of us. Imagine what the next 10 to 15 years would be like, what it would be like in this country if they ever got the power to force others to carry it out, like they tried to force Trisha Cotham. Thing number two, the violence. The left is getting increasingly violent. The left now views its violence as a right, as a form of speech. You are not to interfere in any way. And they demonstrated this perfectly at the Tennessee legislature, where they not only violently invaded in violation of the law, they had their own shaman. What were they doing? Demonstrating to us, we can get you anywhere we want. We can knock you down. We can beat you down. But we will wreck you. If you try to do it to us, like on January 6th, which wasn't anywhere near as violent. Two of the three Democrat Tennessee legislature members who participated in the violence were expelled by the legislature. Two of the three Democrat members were expelled for their violence. Now, given the amount of time and energy the Democrats nationally have spent telling us how they abhor violence, how it's an assault on their democracy, you'd think... They'd be fine with this. You'd think they wouldn't condemn it. But they screamed like scalded cats when their violence resulted in them being ejected. Not just at the state level in Tennessee, but national Democrats lost their minds. What are they saying? We can be violent. You cannot. They were shocked that we pushed back at all. Not that I blame them about that part. Since we pretty much never do. But we're seeing the violence everywhere. We've just learned of another transgender wannabe shooter, a 19-year-old transgender person, female to male, who planned to shoot up schools in and around Colorado Springs, Colorado, including her own. She was arrested March 31st, and naturally the story didn't get picked up nationally because it negatively reflects on transgenders. That would make her the sixth transgender or non-binary person to attempt or actually carry out Five of them actually carried it out. 
a mass shooting since 2018. That's an astonishing rate for such a small group. She was only stopped because her sister turned her in. She's now charged with two charges of first-degree attempted murder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But the final sign the violence is spinning out of control because the left condones it and celebrates it could be seen with what happened Thursday. I've been pointing out for a couple weeks what happened to Posey Parker. She is a feminist and a women's rights activist who opposes the idea of men in women's sports. Uh, She was nearly brutally beaten. It took 14 police officers to keep the crowd off of her. The angry crowd of white male transgenders who wanted to beat her in Australia. You really got to see the video. It shows you what we're up against. Well, did you hear what happened Thursday night? Riley Gaines... She's the national swimmer who was beaten out of a chance uh, to compete at the na- in the national championships um, by a man, uh, by Leah Thomas. So ever since then, she's been going around the country giving speeches about how men in women's sports are ruining women's sports by excluding women from winning in women's sports. Well, she had to be barricaded in a room at San Francisco State University. Thursday night because she was physically assaulted following the speech. It took police three hours to clear the area of the violent protesters before she could come out. But before that happened, she was speaking at a Turning Point USA and Leadership Institute event on campus. She was beaten. Get this by a man. Think about this for a minute. Women seeking their rights seeking equal protection, are now being beaten in public by men. And the left is celebrating it. The catch? You gotta wear a dress while you do it, and you can beat the girl up all you want. Lewis Barker, Riley Gaines' husband, said he had a brief conversation with her while she was barricaded in the room for nearly three hours. Quote, she told me she was hit multiple times by a guy in a dress. I was shaking. It made me that mad. It makes me sick to feel so helpless about it, Parker said. She was under police protection and was still hit by a man wearing a dress. The footage of that, too, is shocking. And finally, insane thing number one obviously has to be the arraignment after the indictment of Donald J. Trump and seeing him hauled into court like a common criminal. Everyone agreed. This is going to change everything going forward. Even little hands Marco Rubio, who's not a big fan of Trump, understandably, uh, put out a warning this week telling us that this will change everything going forward, and it will. What this does is establish the left's right to arrest whoever the front runner is. But it had all kinds of implications, a lot of which Americans didn't stop to consider, like the fact that the Chinese are at war with us right now over our currency. Brick says, everything we do right now is going to weigh into that war. And the Chinese used the arrest of Trump to its full effect, telling investors the world over that they shouldn't invest in America anymore. Why? Our country is too unstable. 
that the arrest of Trump is a sign of instability. And they're not wrong about that. It is a key feature of third world countries that whoever wins the race against the dictator gets arrested and thrown in prison. It's not just totalitarian. Looking in from the outside, they're right. It is a sign of instability, especially after poll after poll after poll showing that somewhere between 47% and 52% of the American public don't even believe Biden is the president. They think the Democrats cheated. We forget the world sees all of this, too, and that people who don't give a fig about right versus left, who care only about investment because they don't live here, are evaluating all of it. And it increasingly looks unstable. Let me flip it around for you. You see anything like this going on in India, which they, they loved Trump in India and adopted India first policies. They're now growing at 6% a year. Their economy's on fire. Do you see anything like that kind of instability in India? In China? Oh, yeah. China's a totalitarian regime. But from an investor's perspective, it's a stable totalitarian regime. How about Saudi Arabia? More stable than here. China has a point. And the world is watching as we increasingly go insane. What's an example of that insanity? Suppose for a moment you were thinking about investing in an American retail chain. The first question you would ask would be where the locations or any of them in a blue city. Look, you've got major American retail chains posting not millions, but billions in losses from organized theft groups that are outright allowed to operate in these cities. Would you invest? Then suppose... You took a look at this San Francisco Chronicle article this week written by the editorial board of the San Francisco Chronicle headline, San Francisco could be on the verge of collapse. What should California do about it? Downtown San Francisco is at risk of collapsing, taking much of the Bay Area with it. Why is this? Well, companies realized they didn't need as much commercial real estate as they thought during the pandemic because the lockdown was very severe in these blue areas. So they're all facing a commercial real estate crisis. But on top of that, the crime that we've had, the increases, triple digit in San Francisco's case since the summer of love, are making certain nobody comes back. They're too afraid. And then you watch an executive, the founder of Square, murdered on video, stumbling around San Francisco, banging on the glass, trying to get a passing motorist to help him as he dies of stab wounds. And what do you think? You don't care. You live in Vietnam or Indonesia, Singapore or somewhere else. But you think to yourself, dear God, I can't invest in America. If there are any outposts of the company anywhere in America in a blue city, too unstable. San Francisco, by the way, says it'll need at least a 20 to $30 billion bailout, either from the state of California or the federal government. They might get it. They might not. It doesn't matter. Nothing will change. Not with the same woke policies that have let folks. Do you realize this? Do you realize that the Chicago police force had 675 openings back in August? Do you know what it is now? 1,500. These places are unlivable. But unfortunately, many American chains have businesses in these cities. Again, the big word from America, psychotic, unstable, little off. And the BRICS countries are using it to beat us down. 
Don't stay in our currency. We're nuts! Are they wrong? Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.